Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. The Game Boy, the Xbox, the PlayStation 4. Gotta press pause cause your mom's at my door. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. We game all month, give out points and sorts. Better look out, it's another Switch port. Beat of the month. Beat of the month. Gotta have me my beat of the month. Beat of the month. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Beat of the Month podcast. This is episode 77, Lucky Sevens, and we're talking about arcade games. My name is Brian. Tonight I am joined with Muff. Yo, yo. Darkside. What's going on? Bash. So. And Melbro. That was a poor Ice Cube impersonation, Mom. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I thought he was doing a moose impression. You wasn't doing. You weren't doing Ice Cube. I wasn't doing anybody, man. <laughs> I was exhaling. <laughs> he was doing the love child of moose and Ice Cube. Oh man, that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Muff. Do you want to kick things off with? Any arcade games or or any other games that you played for the month? Of I'll just kick us off. You can't you can't talk right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. What was wrong so, with that intro? You were stumbling over just saying my goddamn name. It's one fucking syllable. Then so <laughs> syllables. <laughs> Muff's giving me a dictation on on speaking. <laughs> you don't normally add the tation at the end of that, huh? <laughs> He's putting, he's piecing that together, Darkside. Yeah. I appreciate your chuckle. Yeah. All right. So here's what I want. When I think arcade game, I try to like automatically flash back when I was a kid. And the arcade game that first comes to mind is Bad Dudes. I'd be at Valley Lanes in Aurora, pumping down on the cigarette machine, getting free quarters to come out of that, run over to the arcade, and I'd be playing Pinbot and Bad Dudes all night long. While at the church league, my parents were bowling. And so I would bad dudes the hell of it. And so when I thought about this, I wanted to know from each of you, when you think arcade game, what's the very first one that comes to your mind? Brian? I mean, it, it's got to be Dance Dance Revolution. That's definitely, I mean, I'll, I'll get into it, but yeah, because that's the one I own. I mean, that's got to be the first one. And to me, Dance Dance Revolution kind of symbolizes the revival of arcades for that period of time because it seemed like there were specific eras of arcades there was like the golden age and then it died and then there was fighting games and then it died and then ddr kind of like brought it back in my opinion i think that's a good assessment yeah melbro for me it was mortal kombat too also like my dad is um within a lot of bowling league and we used to travel up the country to uh, ohio to like for him to bowl and they had this like really good arcade there i used to go there every year and they had mortal kombat 2 one year i stayed in that bitch for like 10 hours <laughs> playing that game you're totally yeah. cool too they had an arcade yeah. be like i'll be here all night that's fine yeah <laughs> i was just like even when i ran out of money i would just watch the watch the uh credits and the enemies fight mm-hmm. in, the, yeah. in the cpu good Bash. probably gonna well my parents were also in a bowling league but it was before I was born, so I didn't play any arcades during that. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to say X-Men. I seem nice. to run into that all the time. And uh, I've only got I've only played the uh, six-player version a couple times, but that's like 
the perfect arcade machine. Like anyone can just jump in while you're playing. Like the screen's mm-hmm. fucking giant. Two monitors side by side. That's, That's another a badass like, cabinet. Yeah. 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 That was that was a very good yeah. And like Melvin, I would just stand there and watch the demo go through and just watch like the CPU just like play the levels for a while if I didn't have any money. But that's my number one, probably. Yeah, if you didn't have that magic uh, cigarette machine that gave you quarters all night, you were just stuck there watching. <laughs> like said. Uh my parents were also in a bowling no, they weren't. Um, uh-huh. but <laughs> all your fucking parents bowling so much like crazy people. Um, no the one that always comes to mind for me is the simpsons uh arcade game yeah um i played the hell out of that i think i'm not sure if pizzaville still has it there but i think they do yeah i've been going pizzaville you know my whole adult life and even when i was a kid and i still remember playing that damn game yep they also have that damn fled Flintstone egg thing Flat Flintstone screwing around he yabba dabba do and he shits an egg shits an egg yeah yep is there, a, is there a toy in the egg? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's got toy or yeah. or something like that. But that motherfucker, you you be anywhere. You upstairs, you watching that old clown flipping upside down, waiting for that motherfucker to come and get you. And you just hear in the background downstairs, Fred saying, yeah, but that would do all goddamn night. You know, they only had like five, six machines, but that was enough. You were good. Yeah. You, there's like a racing car one. I forget I the name of like it. Sega Rally or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe it was Cruising USA or something. And like uh, that. the the Aerosmith, the like uh, Revolution X. X or what? Revolution X, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had that too. That was always fun. Where do you guys feel was the best type of arcade game? Like beat em ups, light gun game, racing game? Do you like the shit where you guy. get like tickets? Huge beat em up guy. Beat them up, yeah. Beat them up is classic for arcade. Turtles, you know, Golden Axe, Bad Dudes, um, all those types of games. I love them. Beat them ups were like the common go to, especially like early 90s, late 80s, probably. There's always beat em ups everywhere. But what I actually enjoyed playing was a game called Cyberball, I believe. It was football, but robots. And anytime I'd go to uh, Funway in Batavia, they always had that arcade up there. So you, uh, on field trips, we'd go there. You'd go roller skating downstairs, go play arcades upstairs. And if I could get that machine, I'd just stay on that machine. Cyberwall was just, I thought it was a great concept. It's football. Who doesn't love football? But then all of a sudden, fucking robots playing fucking football. <laughs> so I turned I turn to sports games whenever I could at the arcade. They were still good. I'd have to go with light gun games if I was going to pick like a favorite genre just because I mean, I love light gun games and especially now you can't really get the great light gun experience at home. But like that's like playing Time Crisis, House of the Dead, like stuff like that. And it seems like nowadays that's one of the few genres that has continued on in arcades. Like you go to an arcade now, it's going to be the ticket games, a bunch of like crane games with like stuffed animals, or it's going to be those huge light gun games. Those are like the big like arcade staples these days muff uh spiral and i we went to uh we were at kalahari and we went to the arcade there yeah and the best game that they had was fucking halo light gun game that was a fun game yeah it was i mean we only we didn't play it as long as we should have we should have like sunk an hour into it and beat it but it was fun as hell yeah was it four player or just two? Yeah, it was four, four? player. It was four? huge. Okay. It had like four screens. It was a big like 
your your own seat that yeah, you got to sit in crescent and, moon, uh, cabinet type thing it was pretty pretty epic yeah yeah i think they've got different varieties of that arcade game which i think a lot of arcade games do that they'll have like the one that may be smaller and two players but then they have a big one that'll be like four players so i think i've seen a couple different versions of that that halo one with light gun games because you can add like gimmicks you just couldn't do at home like uh at least not with the technology like time crisis you have the pedal that stuff and uh, like the giant ass uh, vibrating gun you get with uh like revolution x like we said and the terminator 2 probably my favorite light gun game of all, of all time was uh police emergency 2 <laughs> there was also police emergency 911 the original one where it's like you're two sensor bars and you actually have to physically duck like behind actual body to reload and dodge shots and it was really responsive like especially for like probably like made it around 2000 or something but it, the motion controls were just perfect on it if they kept, took good care of it but yeah i've played yeah, that one that game's were. a lot of fun um and i looked into it a bit there was a home version that used the eye toy that you could play on ps2 it only came out in japan and I think when I looked into it more, you had to have a Japanese eye toy in order for it to work or something like that. So I, I didn't look into getting it more because I was like, I'm not going to dive that deep to get like these Japanese peripherals to play it. But um, I was pretty surprised when when there was a home version of that, because, yeah, it's cool. Like you're actually dodging bullets and shit like that. That would be good in VR, probably. There's games like that in VR. Um, there's games that are just like Time Crisis um, where they're like light gun games i mean that's pretty much the continuation of the light gun genre at home is is with vr but yeah there's a couple games like that one quick thing if you can name one arcade game better than this i will give you props because this is the best arcade game of all time and muff will agree nba jam there was no better feeling than playing nba jam in the arcade when that first came out man that was the the epitome of arcade games man boom shaka like you just hear that loud noise Four players playing that shit when it first came out? I mean, I want to say that there's not any better, but it's just like when you walk in and you hear the sounds, that one is going to stand out yeah. and finish him. Those sounds are going to stand out and you're just going to be drawn to it. Whether you're playing or not, you just start naturally huddling around mm-hmm. and watching. And you didn't even have to play because you could honestly be entertained watching the others play because the games were so good. Yeah, NBA Jam's probably up there, probably one of the top oh, ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah For I me though, I I never played NBA Jam in the arcade. I only I had oh, it on man. Sega Genesis, and that's where most of my memories with NBA Jam are. I mean, I've seen it in the arcade, but if I've played it, it's it's been very briefly. I I never played it much in the arcade, especially not right came out. You didn't go to Pizza Hut and get those uh, like when you were younger, get those like when you read books in school, you get those three pizzas and play uh, NBA Jam while you wait on your pizza. So the Pizza Hut by us, Bash, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but it had a one of those Neo Geo machines that had like the four different games, one of which oh, was fun. like Bust a Move, one of them was King of the Monsters, and then they had a pa- a Ms. Pac-Man uh, cocktail style arcade cabinet. There was no NBA oh, Jam yeah, yeah, yeah. in Pizza Hut by us. I think it had Cyberlip in it too. Cyberlip? That's the one I always... It's like a kind of like, it came before Metal Slug by the same team, I think. It's like a side-scrolling running gun. It was on the oh, same right. machine yeah. as those yeah. other ones. Yeah. Shitty-ass yeah. pizza hut. <laughs> <laughs> he got the job done. Had the red roof and everything. It was old school. Oh, that red roof, baby. 
when uh, going into arcades, like you guys are right about the uh, auditory, right? When you hear, like, you hear the boom shakalaka, you hear, finish him. But visually speaking, whenever I go to an arcade, the one that always caught my eye that I always went to was Afterburner. Mm. That big fucking cabinet, like like a cockpit, sitting that thing, and it just starts shaking every time you get shot. Like, ah! <laughs> you know, being a kid, like, bouncing around in that thing. The coolest thing for me at the time. Would always try to imitate that at home with an old cardboard box. <laughs> Sega had the good arcade cabinets because, like, Super Hang On, when you're sitting on that motorcycle and you're leaning back and forth, like, yeah, that, I mean, that was an old game, but yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that experience of playing that, that, yeah, replicating that at home just was not the same. I think John Connor was playing Afterburner and Terminator too. When the shorts tells That's him right. the cops That's are after right. him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you guys big into those ticket games did you like a lot of those yeah i mean when i was younger it? like going to chuck e cheese and shit like yeah it was fun i mean that's still huge in arcades now so yeah but uh, yeah I, I remember having fun of those as a kid it's crazy like you see like you got to get like five thousand tickets to get like this two dollar toy like what oh yeah oh yeah it's a complete <laughs> ripoff of Damn. course but when i was uh you you do the ticket game still that's still yeah we like yeah. last year man i still did it Oh, that's because like now there's so many of them, and it's just like you got all this credits on your card. Just go for it. Yeah. I still got dang old beer mug over there, just sitting in the box still. <laughs> uh, but back when uh, I was going to arcades, so my arcade days ended probably about '96 before I started making babies, and the ticket games. I mean, other than Showbiz Pizza, the ticket games just. Uh, we're just starting out. So uh, like Aladdin's Castle back in the day, Fox Valley Mall, that was my arcade. And it, I mean, there were a couple there. It just was not what we were there for. I mean, I still play the crane games where you get those stuffed animals. I, yeah. I still enjoy playing those all the time. Like, yeah, even before my daughter was born, like, you know, I'd go with Irma to like a Denny's or something. And like, I would just always want to play the, the crane game, which I know they're a ripoff because they can set like how strong the crane is so like only one out of 10 times it's going to be strong enough to get something but yeah it's always addicting to get those it oh, wasn't the like strength, the strength changes each time oh they can set that no no oh yeah, yeah for sure yeah oh, yeah sure. back in the 80s i'd come home with like 10 every time i'd go to the noggles uh in aurora and get me a burrito some french fries sounds like lunch at school but a burrito some french fries and crane machine I just the, always be loaded. What's the name of the place? Noggles. I've never heard of Noggles. Oh, man. I wish it was still around. Mm. Thousand times better than that dang old beef of roux. <laughs> <laughs> Over here, video rental place. There was a super soaker in there with a $100 bill taped to it right up against the side. And they had a Polaroid of someone winning that. And I always wondered if they just put that up there to get people to play it. Because I don't know how yeah. anyone could have gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's they they also I think they had a game gear in there with a $5 bill attached to it at one point. And it's like there's no way a crane is going to pick up a damn game <laughs> gear. Like there is no way it's possible. <laughs> this bitch got an iPad. Play? Who got huh? an iPad? Darkside got an iPad out in the machines. You did from a crane game? Did no, I didn't. When did that happen? At uh Great America. So that probably if I've seen some of those recently where you can get like an iPad and shit, but that is where you have to like 
it's not a crane physically picking up the item. It's something where like you're lining up like a pole and then like it shoots forward into a hole and you've got to get it like just directly perfect. But this was like an old school crane game that you were expecting to pick up something that weighed like a couple pounds and there's no way it could have picked that up. Darkside, are you telling me that you never got an iPad from a machine? I don't believe I did. Unless that's, that's the some... other dark side that you know. A dark dark yeah. side eleven thirty seven is that? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I'm the upgraded version. God, I wish you weren't a liar. What the fuck? How do you not remember that? I don't. Know. This is the greatest story I told all my kids, even the one you tried to kill. <laughs> I don't remember. Do you remember that? I when you tried that. to kill my kid? Yeah. No, I didn't try to kill no kids. That bitch sprayed pixie dust into your face. Yeah, I remember that. It's like foreshadowing, like nowadays. <laughs> Why are you trying to kill kids, man? Because of all yours. <laughs> <laughs> he was so, pissed. Yeah, it was like Halloween. It was. It was at this point. It was like twenty years ago. He was. He was just a little kid, and we're chilling, and I'm. We're all like uh, just doing our Halloween shit in the front yard. And uh, Muff's son grabbed some uh, pixie pixie sticks. sticks. Yeah, and he just blew it in my eyes for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he doesn't know any better. I'm assuming you know, like he was just a kid, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" You know, and it hurt. So I'm like, "Muff, your son, I'm gonna murder him or something like that." And he's like, "Why?" You know, like, he shit my eyes. And then some. There was some girl. Uh, it was, I think, one of Muff's. Uh, girlfriend, yeah, yeah, starts giggling, and so then I turned all my attention towards her instead of ripping into her. I was like, "Fuck you!" You know, I just start flipping out. <laughs> Meanwhile, holy assassins dancing around in a fucking taco suit while this is all going around. Yeah, Spiles yeah. drinking wine out of a fucking milk carton. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> that sounded like a good day, man. <laughs> it was. Anyways, the point is, I don't remember getting an iPad. Through a machine. This podcast is bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. No, I've known that for a long time. <laughs> Host with the most. But I have a bad memory, so maybe you must remember something I don't. I remember. Speaking of hosts, should we should we get back to our regularly scheduled program? Muff, did you play any games in the month of June that you would like to talk about? I played Fortnite today. That was fun. I want to get back into that. Man. It's uh, I've been busy. A lot's been going on in June. Talk about turtles, man. Yeah, you guys all played that, right? Yeah, we are played you, turtles. Are you want Dark Cloud to talk about it? OG OG three and uh. Moose Supreme. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> Everybody's been hyping that game up. Is it uh, what it's all every like what it's cracked up to be? Speaking for myself, we had a hell of a fucking time. It was a lot of fun. So, just to clarify, this is the the Shredder's Revenge, right? Yeah. You guys played the new one that came out. Yeah, free with paid subscription. That's right. So, a lot of people have said this is the best beat 'em up game of all time. No, no, no. no. I mean, it it no. plays. Almost exactly like uh, the original Turtles game in the arcade. Um, 
it was a lot of fun. You know, it, it you know, all the buttons that you press, you know exactly what to press because it's it's what you remember playing. The only thing uh, that I'd say is really different that they did was uh, they had like a Super Mario World overworld map where, uh, you know, you could go from like different area to area. There's like 16 levels, right? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like the like Mar- Mario 3, the way that map was lined up, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mario yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, replay- replayability, what was it like? You could go back and find collectibles and whatnot, but uh, yeah. We didn't bother, you know, because it's, 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 it, uh, it felt like an old school arcade game. And those games are usually like an hour to two hours long. Yeah. It took know. us about two and a half. Yeah. yeah. Was it hard or like, do, do you get unlimited credits or something? Uh, we did have unlimited, I think. But we, none of us never, none of us had to continue. I don't think. Yeah. Like, uh, as long as somebody was alive, uh, you could refine we able to either re- yeah revive or jump back in we never had yeah. a point where we had to stop and start over yeah oh uh, so y'all don't like that I, w- I want there to be a little bit more challenge like streets of rage the new one that came out streets of rage 4 like you could die on there you could die in turtles too it's just we're fucking supremus <laughs> we know what the fuck we're doing yeah, but if you've got four people and as long as one person is still alive, I mean, are you guys ever going to go back and play this again? Or have you pretty much seen everything there is to offer in that two and a half hour sitting? Well, I mean, it was a fun game. So, I mean, yeah. I'd go back and play it just to have fun. But, yeah. if, you know, not really much else to see. You can unlock characters. You know, you're like beating it. I think we unlock Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Yeah. So did I mean, you have April O'Neil? Yeah, we had April. O'Neil. Yep. Was it Spiral? Was it April O'Neil? Spiral was April. <laughs> he's that just walking sense. around. He's just sense. walking around shaking that ass. <laughs> just, that's, fighting's over here, and he's just walking backwards so you can see that ass. Just a couple Christmas hams just waddling. <laughs> but uh, I mean, when it comes out physically, I might. It's a big might, but I might end up buying it and playing it again on Switch with us. Yeah, it's crossplay. You don't have to buy yeah. it on Switch. Okay, oh, there you go. I'll play. I'll play with you from. Uh... Free for paid subscription. Yeah, with the 360 or whatever it is. Yeah. Is that what you played it on? Oh, no, the Xbox One. I don't know. It's all old shit. I don't remember. <laughs> it was last week. <laughs> <laughs> he did win an iPad. This unforgetting bitch. <laughs> but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Wish you were there, Brian. They had like I heard um, Wu-Tang do a song for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was dope. Did you? I mean, you I, I am it? looking forward to playing, but I haven't. I've just heard about it. As soon as you hear it, the the intro, it's just like, oh yeah, here we go. I didn't even know it was out before you guys said you already played it. Like it kind of came out of nowhere for me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. Um, I was a muffer spiral. You guys were just like, you're gonna get on and play this game, and I'm like, I thought it comes out in August. Yeah, like, that, oh, it's out now. that was all spiral. I'm with you because y'all were talking about uh, ordering the physical. For a couple months from now and uh spiral sent me a message like you downloading this and i was like what and sure as shit it was there so by the way not an arcade game but that's a topic for another day <laughs> he he asked he asked what games i played in june i know i've known no, I, I, I know i know we we know <laughs> well technically speaking it wasn't a game that was in the arcade but it was an arcade game yeah. yeah, we're all about technically speaking on this uh, podcast, right? Because 
I've had many game submissions shot down because technically it doesn't fit one way or another. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's a difference between like in, a game in the arcade and the, the arcade game genre. Yeah, right. because there's arcade games and then there's the versions that go to console that always have that slight difference or two. Yeah, yeah you're right. Like that article you sent, Tony, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, total arcade game. Of course. <laughs> yeah, that, that made a lot of sense. Anyway, we, we don't have to belabor that point, I suppose. I don't send you no articles. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't back up any of your bullshit. Darkseid at least tries. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happens when you're a man of honor. People respect you. <laughs> you got anything else, Ma? Let's take a look. Currently looking at his phone. Stand by. So, good thing about the old uh, Xbox app. You can go back and it says jump back in. That reminds you of what you've been had played. Uh, World of Tanks. You still playing that? Yes, man. man. I thought you gave that up years ago. I thought the developer gave that up years ago. <laughs> it's Boy, like uh, you should. Yeah, I should probably. I think it's free to play, isn't it? It is free to play. Uh, Fall Guys, that was fun. That's free to play now. When did you play Fall Guys? In June. Hmm. I just uh, downloaded it on Switch so that I can um, try it out there. I heard it runs like shit, though, for real. Well, yeah, Switch. Switch. <laughs> well, I wonder why. Host with the most just got pissed and left. <laughs> I recommend to get no invite when you were playing. Motherfucker, you were busy. Do I really need to bring it up? All right, fine. I was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what's wrong with Fall Guys on Switch? They said it runs like shit. Who says? They probably not even HD. It's the stutters, people. You know, what the the, the Sony fanboys are are talking shit about the Switch version? What a surprise! I wasn't talking. That was Melvin talking. Hey, I didn't I'm... call you up by name. If you, you want to associate, <laughs> Sony fanboy. <though. laughs> Cody knows who the fanboy is. Come on. Shit, Cody knows. He's playing Fall Guys on Switch, having a great time right now. <laughs> I don't think so, Brian. Did you win at Fall Guys, Muff, when you played? No. Don't have Dark Side there uh, with the assist, right? Oh, yeah. Not as easy on your own. <laughs> Burger Time. You played Burger Time? Burger Time was a fun arcade game. I played a lot at the arcade. Uh, Dig Dug. Dig Dug was good back in the days. Uh, Galaga. Centipede. You just brought up some internet <laughs> Google article about... <laughs> Those are all arcade <laughs> games, yes. No, when I was sitting on the porch today while it was raining, I was thinking back of any games I played from back in the days. And so I wrote them down so I could try to reference them because I knew I wasn't going to remember that shit once you bitches started talking. Grandpa Muff sitting on the porch <laughs> watching it rain. Oh, check this out. Knees swelling so, up thinking about Dig Dug and shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bar stool on my front porch and I just sit there in the evening. My dog's outside, blind ass, walking around in the yard. And today this lady, um, Bless her heart. She rides around. She wears the mask and the and gloves still, even while she's outside alone on her bike. And I was just like, man, okay, never be too 
too safe. I get that. It, I mean, when I got it, it fucked me up. So I, I get the caution still. And then she gets to the end of my yard and starts doing some circles on her bike. And then she comes back in front of my house, lays her leg back and starts riding with one leg. And like she's fucking BMXing in front of my fucking house. And this is like a grown ass woman. Great aired, uh, 45, 50 year old. Whatever the fuck was going on in her mind. That's the shit you see when you sit on your porch. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I played a lot of Dig Dug, actually. There was a guy that I worked with that we would go to this like fast food place by where we worked, and they had a Dig Dug machine. And he was good as hell. Like He taught me like techniques that I had never seen before. So... Yeah, I always uh, shout out to Chris if you're if you're listening. Not not uh, Fat Cat, but another Chris who is definitely not listening to this. But what up, Fat Cat? Was that when you were working <laughs> at the grocery store? No, this was when I was working at uh, the shitty job right out of college with the fucking maniac as an owner. But yeah. played a lot of Dig Dug. When you were at the grocery store, I know we talked about this before. Do you remember my ex girlfriend? No, I I do remember that you said she worked in the deli or something, right? I didn't say that at all. Kind of like me. I uh, I think I remember this, but I do not. I don't think I remembered who she was. Yeah, me. I either. was pretty hot shit at the grocery store, so yeah, it didn't surprise <laughs> me that everybody knew me, but I didn't know them. <laughs> Brian was uh, the cool kid. <laughs> Were you really hot shit at the grocery, in the store? Aisle at the grocery store? I mean, I was the night manager, so like, yeah, I mean, when during the night, like, I ran the show, so. It's funny, uh, the very first time she ever said the word was in reference to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the easiest going fucker that worked there, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was a good deadly joke, Melvin. I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Muff, you got anything else? Boy, if you just leave this shit on me, I'll just keep talking about <laughs> anything. If you got somewhere to go, we need to get with it. All right, Dark Side, you want to talk about any arcade <laughs> games or any hey, other games? You ever learned about now, Brian? <laughs> yeah, shit, we're two and a half years in. Like, Muff, anything else? Come on, bitch. Yeah, but when I ask Muff, Muff always gets mad. Like, oh, I guess I'm done talking yeah. now. So I always got to tread lightly when I'm dealing with the transition from Muff to anybody else. It's always good to follow, have Dark Side follow me. That's right. I like hate to see you go, but I liked watching you leave. Yeah. You okay. can't see shit after I come. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, all right. I played uh, one arcade game, uh, Battle Circuit. What's that? A beat em up. Ah. I love those beat em ups. Um, it's an old Capcom game, I believe, it's from the early. No, it's from like the mid to late 90s i think it was like 96 or something like that um i played it uh, at home on an emulator uh, my brother and i we uh punched our way through it uh it's i believe it was four player but we were just the two of us so played it for about an hour um the the story you know how these stories go they're they're pretty throwaway it's basically like 
battle circuit uh, follows like some super powered bounty hunter bullshit and you try to fight off somebody who's trying to take over the world and uh you do it through about like seven or eight levels and then at the end you're done and everyone's like good job guys and game's over that's the one with like the yellow cat lady in it or? yep yeah it's got the cat yeah. lady um it's got some weird fucking plant person um some star fox looking no not star fox um f-zero looking blue motherfucker um there are a couple others but you know it's it was fun you know like if you like beat them up she'll like it um, you play that on your uh you got an emulator with a shit ton of games yeah yeah it's got like forty thousand games um not enough beat em ups but i like uh but it's got a decent amount you it's forty thousand mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah amazon yeah. right yeah, it's called Super Console X. It's only hundred bucks. That was a real good deal. Uh, what else did I play? Um, oh, bitch! You know what you played? Played a bunch of Elden Ring, but fuck that game. I'm not gonna fuck talk that about game. That. Uh, fuck, Res- you got, you're gonna beat it or not? <sighs> Probably. I hate it, but I don't. I don't want to talk about it. It's, I hate it that much. <laughs> um. I also played uh, Resident Evil 3, the remake. Uh, they came out with a patch for uh, PlayStation 5 version. Uh, basically, they added ray tracing and better visuals and faster loading. So I played through that uh, again. Um, it's a short game anyways. I think it took me like five hours. You know, So it was like two or three sittings at most. Um, so previous it looked really good. Yeah, yeah, we we I talked about it in a previous episode, so you can go back and find that shit. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, not as good as the uh, Resident Evil Two remake, but still fun. So free upgrade on PS Five. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I, I still have not played that one. So yeah, I have it. I haven't opened it. Shelf game. Yeah, they did uh, free upgrade free upgrades for the uh, Resident Evil Two, Resident Evil Three, and then also Resident Evil Seven patches for all of them so if you haven't played them and you got them on ps4 and you own a ps5 do that shit um what else did i play i've been playing a lot oh just over the last three or four days of among us you guys remember that shit game yes <laughs> i've been playing a lot of it um, i was wanting to get back into that i was about to do that today yeah i have it on uh, playstation 5 because i don't know because i'm an idiot and i didn't just play the free version but uh yeah that's fair playing a lot of it and uh i don't know why i just can't stop it's very it's still fun yeah Yeah. so but outside of that uh that's about it yeah did you play among us uh with us when we did the episode oh yeah 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 yeah. i played it on the that ipad that i won at that time (laughs) I told y'all, bitches. Is there uh, anything different about the game now compared to there? Yeah, have they added anything? Uh, there's a lot of cosmetics, uh, you know, like little hats and like glasses and shit like that. The game itself doesn't seem like it's changed. Um, there are five, maybe four or five maps, different maps, but everybody always chooses that one map. That the same map. <laughs> OG. Over. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's it all seems pretty pretty similar, if not the same. If you're playing on like PlayStation and you want to talk to people, it's kind of hard to type, right? Um, it, it's not 
too hard. Um, you know, if you've typed with a controller before, you, you know what you're getting into. Uh, they also have uh, preset phrases, you know, where you can like uh, choose like, you know, it's you red. Say, yeah, I, it's red or it's the person's Sus. name or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not too difficult, but I played I played a match uh, this morning. It had to have been a bunch of kids because they're freaking out over everything, and I was the <laughs> imposter. And I just didn't say a word to anybody, and I didn't kill anyone. I just ran around and was like tripping, uh, fucking, you know, like uh, the reactor or whatever. And everybody just kept accusing everybody else, and everybody kept bitching about it. And I just was <laughs> laughing the whole time, just watching it go down. Still fun. Other than that, that's about it. I haven't really played too much else. Bash, you want to talk about any arcade games or anything else you played? Yeah, first arcade game I played. I, uh, if you didn't know the 3DS, on the 3DS eShop, you can't from a credit card maybe you can use gift cards or something but uh i managed to grab a few different games off there like of the classic 3d sega games that actually added like 3d to like old arcade games and stuff first one i picked up was uh space harrier it's just a really bizarre game where you're uh it's from a behind the back perspective you're this guy in a red like red shirt and blue pants like floating around with a big laser gun and you're just like, it's kind of like the super scaling graphics where it's uh, like 3D, but with 2D sprites, like scrolling towards really fast, like uh, Afterburner or uh, like Outrun and stuff we were talking about earlier. And uh, you just, I don't think there's any plot. It's just you're flying through these worlds over like a checkerboard pattern with like trees and stuff. And you're just shooting like stone heads and robots and dragons and clouds and stuff. It's really fast-paced uh, from, like, 1986, but the graphics are kind of have, like, a unique look. It's, I still think it looks good just the way it is. Like, I don't think they should really remaster it too much or anything, but uh, it's really straightforward. Sometimes on some levels, like, a roof will come down, another checkerboard pattern, little course levels. And every once in a while, you'll get a stage where you get on the dragon from uh, the never-ending story, you know, like, like Luck Dragon. Just get on the copy of that and just ram into as many things as you can for bonus points. What was that motherfucker's name? Falcor or some shit like that? <laughs> yeah, I think so. On Switch, too. And I think that one has, like, a bonus mode where you get, like, a force field that, like, protects you from, like, environmental hazards and stuff. But uh, I think that would look pretty good on a big TV if you wanted to get that on console. Uh, so how is the 3D effect with that? It works pretty good. I have the new 3DS, so uh, is that what it's called? But yeah, it has like the eye tracking technology, so it's a little lenient on where you up. Just by the end, I just turned the 3D off just because it started getting kind of blurry. But yeah, yeah I was it. tempted to pick it up. Um, because yeah, the the eShop you can still if you have your Switch linked to the. It, it, if you have your, the Switch linked to the eShop and the 3DS linked to the eShop or maybe the Switch linked to the 3DS, there's some way you can link them to where if you add funds to the Switch, you can still use those funds on your 3DS because they're in the same wallet. So there are still ways to get funds in there. And then, yeah, like you said, I think if you get a gift card, you can add it too. But yeah, if you directly try to add a credit card, you can uh, 
you cannot do that on 3DS anymore. So yeah, I went through and I, I bought a few games as well. And I was on the fence about whether or not to get some of those um, like 3D classics where they added, um, you know, the 3D effect, but but I didn't scoop any of them. But yeah, Space Harrier was one I was definitely on the fence with. Why do you think that uh, some companies do that? Like, because uh, Sony did the same thing with the PlayStation 3 and the Vita where you can't add funds directly through your PlayStation 3. You'd have to do it through the 4 or the 5 to then buy something for the PlayStation 3. They're trying to wean people off, I think, because they don't want to support it anymore. That's what it is. Yeah, they're they're like stair stepping down. They're they're taking steps to discontinue that service. Where I think, like, yeah, with Sony, I think it was because the Vita and or the PSP were just like so kind of dead that that's why they did that. But yeah, with with 3ds, it's definitely a, they did the same thing with the Wii. It's a scaled approach where at this point you can't add any more money. Then at this point you can't download any new games. And then at some point, they'll eventually, like for the Wii, I'm pretty sure you can still, if you owned a game, you can download it again. But eventually, that's got to go away too. So yeah, it is just this incremental, like, kind of taking away features to eventually completely get rid of those shops. And I don't understand why people like bitch and complain so much. It's like nobody's buying PS3 and Vita games now. But once <laughs> Sony announced they're taking it down, oh no, don't take it down. We well, need game game preservation. Like the yeah, that's a big thing. Game preservation is a big thing. It's like <laughs> there were so many, well, I don't know about so many, but there was a good amount of games that were only released on WiiWare, and that's it. So if you did not, now you can pirate shit, sure, but if you did not buy those games on WiiWare, like, you're out of luck. Like, you cannot acquire those games at all. There is no way to do it. Where even on, like, nintendo or super nintendo you can still buy those old carts but these games unless you're going to pirate them they're just completely gone so i think that's why people um really kind of get up in arms about it and they want to see these services offered for longer yeah everybody wants to have access to everything all the time on every system and uh you included correct am i I not wrong (laughs) yeah but i mean also with that it's like you know, it, it's more or less like you like the idea of having access to it. Like 99% of all those old games, I'm not going to play. You know, I'll play a few of them now and again, but for the most part, I'll never play them. But that being said, there's going to be some asshole out there who wants to play that 99%, you know, that I don't. So, yeah, it, it, a lot of it is the fear of missing out where like when the Wii shop went down, I put like 100 bucks in. And I bought a bunch of games and some of them I regret buying. Like some of them have since been re-released on the Switch, like Ghoul Patrol that's on the Zombies Ate My Neighbor Ghoul mm, Patrol yeah. pack. Like I bought that on the Wii because the cart on Super Nintendo was very expensive. And then I was like, well, if I don't get it on the Wii, where am I going to be able to play this game? So I, I had no idea it was going to come out on Switch. So now I've on the 3DS, I did not have that same feeling to where I was like buying all these games. I put in probably like 30 bucks bought a couple games that I can't see ever getting ported, but otherwise for the most part, I'm not going to be buying like, you know, an old Nintendo game or an old Super Nintendo game on 3DS just because it may not make it to another system. Because at this point I assume it will, or if it doesn't, I'm just going to deal with that at this point. I still haven't gotten my Google Patrols limited run game. You got the base one? No, I haven't got it yet. But and that's what you ordered, just the very the basic one. No, that and the zombies ate my neighbors. 
Yeah, but I, you you just ordered the basic the basic game. Not like the collector's yeah. edition. No, 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 just the basic. W- on Switch? No, on PlayStation Four, I think. I have to look it up now. So me and Brian both ordered on Switch, and we got it. So yeah, like a month ago, if not longer, like two months ago. I know that I had a few other things ordered with it at the same time. So that'll do it. Yeah, because yeah. they they'll wait until everything is available before they ship it to you. So it's if you've got like a game, paying that additional shipping, right? Yeah, if if you're not patient, um, you, you're better off buying them all individually. But yeah, you'll save like six bucks because the shipping's like a flat six bucks for those games. So I do the same thing where I buy a bunch in bulk and it's like, when the hell am I going to get this? And it's because one game out of four is not done yet. So yeah, you end up waiting a lot longer. Yeah, I ordered that in July of 2021 and it hasn't shipped yet. What the fuck? <laughs> Post office says they're understaffed, so things are taking a little bit longer than anticipated. <laughs> I'll never Brian. play it anyways, you know. I just Me and Brian, uh, I just want to have it. It, was, it was a lot of fun. Did was you play it back in the day? No, I never played it before in my life. No, it's couch co-op. I just, I just like Only. the idea of playing it. It's pretty damn fun. If you put in the password 1111, it'll start you in the bonus level. So you can play through that. And then, like, pick up the bazooka. Like, there's like a bazooka in the bonus level. Then you could, then you start back at level one. And then you can unlock the secret level and play through it again. So you can get like two bonus lives right off the, like, right off the start. I'm gonna have to try that. Bash, what's that password again? I know to write that shit down. It is one, 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 one. Right. <laughs> I actually did write it down. How the fuck do you not remember that? It's one fucking digit. It's four digits, bitch. <laughs> Please do show me how the number one is more than just one singular digit. What's one plus one plus one plus one? That bitch didn't say one plus one plus one plus four? one. You wrote it down. How many ones did you write down? Four. You wrote down four ones. Is that proper, Bash? I believe that is correct, yes. How many other digits are in there, Bash? Uh, I believe it's just one. Thank you, Bash. I feel like we're doing a Laurel and Hardy Who's bit here. Yeah. Who's on first? <laughs> Brian don't like Laurel and Hardy, then British fucks. Yeah, Brian hates the British. He also hates anything that's in black and white. Yeah. Okay, I've been watching nothing but the British <laughs> baking show on Netflix, so I do not like Monty Python. Monty Python sucks. Oh, man. And Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean, there was some some show on Netflix that just popped up called, yeah. like, Man vs. Bean. B. Yes. And, and, and it said it's a series. I'm like, how the <laughs> fuck did they make a whole series on this dumbass? Like, I know Rowan Atkinson's, like, super popular or whatever, but it's like, this is a whole TV show about this guy and a bee following him? Like, how the hell? Did you watch the trailer for it? It's No, I watched nothing. (laughs) No. (laughs) Ridiculous. He's, like, burning houses down trying to kill a bee. God. (laughs) So dumb. I'm all worked up now. Yeah. Anyway, Darkseid, you got anything else? I actually stole on me, actually. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, Brian. Oh, oh my shit. gosh, Brian. Oh, my Brian. God, Jesus. Another one Man, I played was... on the 3DS. Well, go ahead. No, I was going to say, you, you had some more of those Sega Arcade classics, right? Yeah, the other one I played was uh, Galaxy Force 2. It's kind of like a 
you know, they went to uh, Afterburner, and then they made this one after that in uh, 1988. It's uh, like same kind of thing, like behind the back, like scrolling graphics. But uh, it was like for 1980, this game has really good graphics. Like they couldn't make like a half decent home port of this until the Sega Saturn. Like there's just so much shit flying around. Like I guess like the base model for the game cost like eighteen thousand dollars and like the super deluxe version with like a cockpit that like tilts with the screen and like has all the vibration and stuff apparently that costs like thirty thousand dollars so i've never actually seen one of those in the wild but uh it's a pretty damn fun game uh just like your computer kind of like fox or something uh it's like really chill music for something like that uh i really like the soundtrack of that game uh and uh I did play that one a bit. So there were, I think there was five or six of those Sega classic arcade games that they did put on a physical edition in America. And one of them was that Galaxy Force 2. I think Japan got a couple of those compilations, but we only got the one. But yeah, Galaxy Force 2 I played. It is an impressive looking game. Yeah. That like, I That's think they the- call it like super scalar technology or whatever. It looks cool. Yeah up one to like experience the 3d effect on 3ds that's probably the one you want to get just because it's the fanciest looking yeah i haven't quite beat it yet because you have to beat the entire game on one credit to actually get to the end uh you gotta be levels you can play those in any order you want and then you play like the sixth level like starts off like flying through this trippy like rainbow tunnel and stuff i'm still gonna keep trying to beat it i I think i can get probably about halfway through the last level yeah i've been playing it on and off all this month so i'm probably gonna get back to it get it done by the end of the month but uh it's a pretty damn cool game it hasn't been ported to anything except like the 3ds and i think it got on ps2 and there's like a shitty port on like the sega genesis so i'm surprised they didn't re-release it on the switch back when they were doing like the ages collections but uh if you can get it if you can find some way to play it i would recommend trying it out and then I just played a bunch more uh, Slay the Spire. I'm trying to beat it with a ninja character. I just can't fucking do it because I don't want to use anger. I'm too much of a pussy to use the anger because it makes What's it take wrong with the damage. Uh, you got to use like the anger move to like l- like raise your attack and lower your defense. Oh, and I'm too yeah, much of yeah, a pussy to use that. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's a lot just like all the other ones it's how you build your deck and if you build it to cycle through just at the right time then yeah definitely use the anger um but yeah if you if you get caught you get fucked man that's a good guy i get to the heart it is so you beat it but you're trying to beat the heart with the ninja is that right yeah yeah i beat it with everyone else but i mean when i played i didn't beat the heart with anybody because you have Shit. no heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, not disputing it, just going with it, yeah. I'm going to go through some of the arcade games that I played. Um, so I've talked about it before on the podcast, but Dance Dance Revolution. Love the game since college. So last year I bought an arcade cabinet and 
I finally got a bunch more songs added to it this summer. So it's something I wanted to do for a really long time. When I bought it, it just had the stock like 120 songs for that specific mix. But I went through the process of you kind of disconnect it from the computer that it's hooked up to initially. And you just hook it up like I have it hooked up to a desktop computer. And that desktop computer is running a program called Step Mania. And that can you can download as many songs as you want. So now I've got like every single arcade mix, every single home console mix, but it was really tricky to get it hooked up because like getting the lights to work and the input to work was easy enough, but getting the computer to be able to output on an old monitor, you've got to like have special software hooked up to do that. And I messed around with it for like two weeks. And then finally I said, fuck it. I'm not going to deal with this anymore. So I ended up buying a lcd monitor off of ebay and then uninstalling the crt and i was like the big bulky you know tv monitor that was in it and i was really nervous about doing it because if you get shocked by that it's supposed to be able to like mess you up pretty good so i kept joking to people at work like yeah if i'm not in on monday it's because i killed myself electrocuting myself with this tv (laughs) and when i was going to do it irma was like begging me she's like don't do this don't and i was like i gotta do it i need to do this (laughs) i'm assuming you unplugged it before you did that right so i unplugged it but the tv i guess will still store some of the electricity so what i had to do you're supposed to discharge it so i had i bought like rubber gloves and i had a screwdriver that I like duct taped to a rubber mallet. And then I was making sure I wasn't touching anything metal. And there's this suction cup on the back of the CRT and you stick the screwdriver back there and you have an alligator clip attached to the screwdriver and the cabinet. And then that will like dissipate the electrical charge. So I was, do- I was like nervous as hell thinking I was going <laughs> to kill myself. And I wasn't even sure that I did it right, but I was like, all right, I think I did. So I unhooked the monitor and it's like a 27-inch monitor, so it's pretty heavy. I took it out of the arcade cabinet, but I still had a wire that was attached. So I'm in the garage screaming at the top of my lungs. I was like, Irma, Irma, come here, come here. And I ended up calling her, and she came out. And I said, I need to unhook this wire. Can you hold the TV? So she's holding the TV, and I'm back there trying to unhook this wire as quickly as I can. And I was worried she was going to drop the TV, and it was going to like explode on the ground or something like that. So... <laughs> It was a pretty big ordeal to uh, get this monitor switched out, but I ended up getting it unhooked. And then this monitor is like the perfect fit. I didn't even have to mount it or anything. It just like wedges in the spot. And it actually, most of the time with LCD monitors, you have to be careful about input lag. And a game like Dance Dance Revolution that's all based on timing, that input lag can kill the game, but it works really well. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been playing it like every day. I mean, it's so much fun because like going from 120 songs to now like 2000 songs, like, you know, I could play every song. Like, you know, if I play five songs a day, that's going to last me like a couple of years. So it, it's pretty fun. I, I've been having a good time with it. And I've still got a bunch of other things that I want to fix with it. Like there's screws on top that I want to swap out with like flatter screws and there's different, uh, like things that I want to mod on it to make it a bit work a bit nicer, but but it's been a lot of fun playing that. Did um did Irma panic when you were screaming her name? <laughs> Run to the garage? Did she think you elect- electrocuted yourself or something? So this is the thing. Sometimes Irma, when we're doing this podcast, like if I laugh really loud, she'll be like, "Oh, you're making too much noise." 
I was screaming at the top of my lungs <laughs> for like five minutes and she was not coming. So then I called her and I was like, hey, I need your help in the garage. And when she came out, I was like, there's no way you hear me when I'm doing anything else in the garage because I was screaming. <laughs> but yeah, she didn't hear me when I was like at my most distressed, like screaming her name. So she's a uh, good actress, man. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I love DDR. Um, and I mean, people make like, like you know, there there'll be video game soundtracks that people will make custom songs that now I can just put them on a USB drive and plug it in the computer and add those to it. So it's like an endless amount of content that you can play. So it, it's pretty fun. Brian, I have a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, go for it. How many days are in a year? Three hundred and sixty-five. Multiply that by five. Oh, I don't know. What would that be? Eighteen hundred. Yeah. 1800 okay yeah you, you got 2100 songs how's that gonna last you multiple years if you did five a day oh shit muff hitting him with that math go get him muff. <laughs> <laughs> well as i just alluded to i can add more songs to it whenever i want but you are correct if i play five songs a day out of the 2000 songs i have that will last me a little over one year but i okay. i play the songs that i like over and over again so It'll probably be quite a while before I, I run through the whole list. Okay. Next thing. Please don't pull this shit without calling us out to help. I do not want to hear Irma saying, Muff, this is your fault. You shouldn't let him do <laughs> shit on his own. So I had, I had called in an expert. There's a guy that lives near me who kept saying that he was going to come out. But every day he's like, oh, I can't make it. I can't make it. So I was trying to avoid doing it myself. But after like three straight days of him saying that, he had to keep postponing it. I was like, fuck it. I got to do it myself. So I'm still here. And I got 2,000 songs going to last me like eight years on this machine. So <laughs> having a great some, time. This is some random guy. So there's a, no, not Craigslist. <laughs> there's a, there's a Facebook group for like people that own DDR machines. So I reach out to people like and ask them advice and tips on how to upgrade things. And I asked the guy, I was like, because I know these CRT monitors, like I didn't want it after I took it out, but I know they are somewhat sought after because they don't make them anymore. So I, I wanted to find a guy who would take it. And then this guy was like, oh, ask this guy. He'll be able to come out and take it. And he eventually did. He came out like a week later and he picked it up. But I, oh, I, I, man. Was, I was eager to get it done. So You should have held on to the OG equipment. Um, I mean, I'm not going to use it. And if this guy's going to use it for his machine, like that he's got at home, he said he's got a, another machine at home that he wanted to swap out. So I was like, he can just have it. Like if it, it's something where it's got value, but it's such a small population that's looking for it. Like if I put it up for sale, it would never sell. So I figured if there's a guy that wants it, I'm just going to give it to him. Mm -hmm. So when we're going to get Ariana Grande up on there. Yeah. I, I, I would almost guarantee someone's got an Ariana Grande pack or something no. like that. So you, I can you, add that in. You've got one month. You've got less than one month. I'll add it in. I will find some Ariana Grande songs and I'll, I'll add them in there for you. Uh, anyway, uh, as far as arcade games, I played uh, Maximum Thank you, Force. You're welcome. Maximum Force on the PlayStation 1. This was a port of an arcade game. You guys remember Ouch. this game? No. It's associated with like Area one. 51. Yeah. This one used to be all over the place back in the day, it seems like. Yeah, this, like Area 51 Maximum Force. They were like, yeah, like you said, they were all over the place, like in every arcade. 
I mean, it's pretty fun. Like the the graphics are like pretty shitty, but they're digitized people, so it's real people that they've like motion captured to appear in the game. And uh, when you shoot them, they just explode into like this cartoony like red blob of blood. So it looks really shitty, but it's a fun game. Like you just shoot as much shit as possible, like any boxes or lights or anything. And then you can unlock these mini games where it's just like it switches from like this quote unquote realistic setting. But then it just goes to like, oh, now you're shooting at a robot. And it's like the game operation where you're like shooting his different body parts and stuff. So it's pretty fun. Um, I was surprised how much fun I had with it because it's a pretty shitty game in general. But I like playing that one with both guns at the same time. Just like put in like two quarters in both slots. And I probably never hit anything, but it was just fun to use two guns at the same time. Bash is fucking rich playing with two quarters, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, dollar at a time, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, another light gun game that I played. Uh, this one was House of the Dead remake. I think it's it was the the physical edition for Switch. I think it was called like Limited Edition. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. this was I I only played it for about an hour, but it's not like a light gun game i mean you're playing with the joy con so it's using like gyro sensors to pick up the position so you're not aiming at the screen where you're actually shooting you're just tilting your wrist and then it's moving the reticle on the screen it feels nothing like a light gun game i tweaked the settings near the end of when i played and it felt a bit better but it didn't even feel as good as a wii remote and even then a wii remote like trying to mimic a light gun game to me did not capture the essence of a light gun game enough to be to be as fun. So I wish I would have bought this on the PS4 because it does support the 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 aim controller that's used for VR. As far as I know it's the only non-VR game that supports that controller, but that is like a light gun. I assume it's still going to be the same technology where you're just kind of dragging the cursor and you're not actually aiming at what you're shooting at. Um, so yeah, I'm a bit disappointed in this one. I mean, the physical edition was nice. It came with like some stickers and bullshit and a manual. So, I mean, that was cool, but yeah, it's, it's a bit of a letdown. The house of the dead though, the original one, I don't think has ever been ported to anything else. So it was kind of a novelty because like the, Wii got house of the dead two and three, and then like Xbox got house of the dead three, but I don't know if the original house of the dead has been ported to anything other than Sega Saturn, which is like. A five hundred dollar game now, so that's why I was also intrigued to play it. They got to put all those House of Deads in VR, man. They should have oh, do a VR collection. If this was in VR, it'd be so much fun. It would be amazing. That's why it is a disappointment. Like the state that it's. If they patch VR into it, I'll buy it again on PS4. But as of now, I'll wait until it's like I don't know five or ten bucks before I'm going to double dip. But. Yeah, I'd love to see old school, you know, um, uh, light gun games. Just you know, put all of them in VR. You know, all of them. You know, it can't be that complicated to uh, to do it. You know, it's not like you need to actually make it. You know, a VR game where you can like look around and behind you and shit like that. Just port them to you know VR and call it a day. I'd buy them. Yeah, I don't know how complicated it is to add VR support to something, but like. No Man's Sky, they added VR mode to that. Skyrim, they added a VR addition to that. So it's got to be 
somewhat doable without having to remake the entire game because i'm yeah. sure skyrim if they had to remake the entire game they wouldn't have done it for vr yeah. but mario odyssey got vr man they can do <laughs> that they, they, can, <laughs> they can port light gun games Breath of the wild too right yeah yeah i i always wanted to play around with that but i didn't pick up the the vr labo which i'm sure is expensive now you have this you have to hold a cardboard box and put your switch in it <laughs> Ain't that some yeah. shit? <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo low carbon. They do. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, another game I played. This is not an arcade game, but Contra Four on the DS. I always think it's a mistake when companies pick up a numbering system where they left off. Like, like Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five. It had been like twenty years since Tony Hawk Pro Skater Four, and then Five comes out, and it was shitty. I didn't play it, but I heard it was shitty. And then like Sonic the Hedgehog 4, it had been like 15 years since Sonic the Hedgehog 3. And you're just setting yourself up to these expectations that you're probably not going to meet. But Contra 4 on the DS is a shitload of fun. Um, It's like a mashup of like the original Contra and Contra 3 and Contra Hardcore on the Genesis. And I mean, it it's a lot of fun. It plays really well. Like you get the the special items like the spread gun, the laser gun, and they kind of like soup them up. So every item is fun to get, not just the spread gun. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. I played on easy and the downside is when you get to the seventh level out of nine, they cut you off and they say, well, play the normal game now to play the rest, which I think sucked because on easy, that was like the sweet spot difficulty to where it wasn't a cakewalk, but I could still progress through it where I played it on normal. I was just getting killed a shitload and you can do the Konami code to get like 30 lives, but it wasn't as much fun where it's like, okay, I have 30 lives, but I'm getting killed like every 10 seconds. So I'll probably go back to it just to finish off to see those last two levels. Um, Bash, I, I know you played this a bit. What'd you think of Contra four on the DS? It was kind of mirror everything you said. It does have this gimmick where uh, you play on both screens of the DS and you have like a grapple like shoot straight up from the bottom screen to the top screen. And you think that gap would kind of cause problems, but you don't really notice it after a while. There is like a gap in the gameplay between the two screens. So you'd think that would like block shots and stuff, but it never really came up for me. So that works pretty good. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, DS games, when they utilize both screens, there is that like dead space between the screens where like a bullet is traveling, but it disappears for a split second because it's between that space that's like in the physical hardware. But yeah, it didn't come up too much where I thought it was a problem. It also has, if you pick up the same weapon twice, it'll give you you a powered up version of that weapon. And I don't think any of the other games did that. So when I played on easy... Every time you picked up a weapon, it was automatically souped up the most. So I didn't even notice oh, that, that, that was a mechanic. Next. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it's probably remember. but on I know on on the harder difficulties when you pick up a gun, it's not fully souped up. So yeah, that yeah. probably is like a mechanic then that that they have on the other difficulties. But it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, I, I was pleasantly surprised. Um because it wasn't cheap either. That game has shot up in value. So yeah, it, I mean it wasn't a ton, but it was like sixty bucks, which for a DS game yeah. was a bit tough to swallow, but I was like, well, it's probably only going to go up from here, so I might as well just finally get it. Yeah. yeah, I haven't, I did beat it on normal, but I watched like videos of the last level and stuff on normal. It's pretty fucking cool. If you don't think you're ever going to like get that far, I would at least recommend like 
just looking up like speed runs of it or something to see that last level. It's a pretty cool gimmick. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably do that if I end up not being able to to get as far as uh, as I can to see that. Um, the last game I played, I'm not going to get into it a lot, but Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I'm halfway through. Uh, Melvin, I, I would definitely recommend it. I mean, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it added just enough because I was getting kind of bored with this the standard like side scrolling Kirby formula, and they added just enough. Like it doesn't deviate from that formula that much being in 3D, but it's just enough to make it more interesting. And then like, what else is there that they added? Um, the mouthful mode. Yeah, the mouthful, mouthful mode. Yeah, that's mode, yeah. interesting too. So like in some of the other games on the on the 3ds some mechanic where you get in a like a robot suit and then you just destroy everything in front of you and it's like well there's not really a lot to that it's like once you get in this it's kind of like a short stint of the level that's just like autoplay but this they do add different mechanics like the car you drive around or sometimes you get in a vending machine that you like shoot out cans of soda at all the enemies and stuff so the mouthful mode is cool and then just like the environment like being in that like it looks like a human world, but that has been completely abandoned by like all forms of life. Like that was just enough to make it a more interesting environment than the, uh, the typical like dreamland environment that all the other games have had. So I, I would recommend picking it up. I'm, I'm having a, a lot of fun with it. The one level that they showed in the preview looked like the last of us to me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty much, yeah, you're just going around and it's like, you know, you go into a shopping mall and it's all abandoned and grown over, but you're going like, up and down escalators and things like that and you go to an ab- abandoned theme park and you're just roaming around and it- it's cool it- it's definitely a neat uh environment that they added to the game how long do you think the game is? so i would imagine so i am trying to get a hundred percent with everything except there's these mission modes that are really short but then they've got like target times so like a mission mode they may give you three minutes to beat it but then they say that your target time is is one minute. So that's the only thing that I haven't been trying to to get. But I would say for the bulk of the game, if you try and unlock all the secrets and stuff, it'd probably take you about 20 hours. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. If you were just trying to blaze through, I mean, so that it really relies on exploration. I mean, if you just want to blast through a level as quick as you can, you could beat the level in like two minutes. But if you're fully exploring the level, it's probably going to take you like 10 minutes. And then... Some of the objectives, you don't even know what you have to do. So like one of the levels, like it says, make it to the clock tower. But you don't know that you have to make it to the clock tower until after you beat the level. And then they they tell you what the specific objective is. So like when you're running through the level the first time blind, you can stumble upon some of these objectives. But then they unlock one at a time to tell you what it is. So there's incentive to go back and over. And that's where the replay time kind of shoots up if you want to get all those secrets Melbro, you want to talk about any arcade games or anything else you play uh yeah so really i only played uh, a couple of arcade games that i played with brian so i have a um an arcade one-up cabinet that i modded so as a part of that i uh added um like a thousand maybe two thousand games to it um had to add new joysticks to it new buttons but it's uh it's nice um 
it's, it was a Mortal Kombat cabinet originally. But uh, me and Brian played a couple of games. So we played uh, first uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the true arcade game. And uh, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I haven't played that in years. Um, it's kind of, you know, if you play Turtles in Time, similar to that, you just go through, pick your favorite turtle. The, the weird thing, though, you couldn't change your character. I don't know if it was just like, I didn't know what I was doing, but once you picked a turtle, you had to keep them for the entire game, which was kind of weird. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't let us switch after you died. Yeah. Who's your favorite turtle, Bash? I didn't really watch the cartoon, but uh, Donatello's probably my favorite in the games because of the reach. Yeah. I like Michelangelo. I like those nunchucks, man. Those are nice. Do they actually uh, play yeah. differently in the first game? or? No. I don't even know because we couldn't swap, so it was kind of hard to oh, tell. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, we couldn't switch. I I I think I played as Leonardo, but I don't really remember. So yeah, I don't know. Like Raphael sucks, as everybody knows, because he's got the short reach, um, and and the chip on his shoulder. But Brian I, is I obsessed know. with my fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I thought everyone was. You know, if you see something necrotic, you kind of got to look at it. My necrotic is a replica. Of Raphael's sigh. <laughs> Your testicles <laughs> all, all pointed off to the side. <laughs> uh, then we play some other random game called Blood Bros. Because me and Brian are Blood Bros. Damn. And this was like a uh, a, shoot em, a shooting game where you were running around with some characters shooting people in the background. So it's kind of like you run inside the side, like 2D almost, but like you're shooting people in the background. Never heard of it before. Um, the sounded like something that would be cool. It was it was all right. It got kind of stale towards the end, but I enjoyed the forty five minutes that it took. You, anything you else you remember that? about that game, Brian? Yeah, it's just like Cabal on NES or Wild Guns on Super Nintendo. If you played those, so yeah, yeah, like you described, where you're shooting at stuff in the background, but you're moving your character and dodging bullets and stuff in the foreground. So yeah, they're pretty fun, but. Arcade games like that, when you're just pumping in credits and there's no risk of like needing to do good, it does get stale pretty quickly. Yeah, is that the well, one where you're, is your chest like transparent in that one? No, there okay, are you thinking of Dynamite Duke? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah there, there. I've played and I think Punisher on the NES where it's like zoomed in and you're just like eating bullets constantly. But no, you're a you're a smaller character on the screen, okay, yeah. and and you can see your full body. Punch out your your body was invisible. It was like a bunch of green lines. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then the last game uh, that we played, this uh, game that that Brian recommended that made me feel like less of a man. Um, Nemo Dream Master Virgin Edition. Some some shit. What was it called, Brian? <laughs> this one was just called Nemo, and that Nemo. was it. This game was some shit, bullshit, but we played it. We got through it. It was like a a platforming beat 'em up. Took about 30 minutes. You play with some uh, fat dude, some fat genie, and some little boy with a shirt <laughs> off. <laughs> it was so, weird. So the cool thing is, like, there's a game on Nintendo called Little Nemo Dream Master that's pretty well known. But this arcade game is, like, completely unknown. So when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, I got to play this. So it's set up in the same world. It's the same franchise. But, yeah, it, it takes some elements of the Nintendo game, like some familiar elements. But... Otherwise, yeah, I, I had to play through that one. Well, yeah, that was it. I've been playing a bunch of seafood, but um, I'm going to 
we need to spend some time on that. I don't want to rush that discussion. So we'll talk about that in the next episode. We got to talk a bit about Puzzle Club, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. Puzzle Club. That's the one that... Uh, so this is kind of like those bar games where you go to a bar or a restaurant and you have like um, two screens and they both have a picture on it and you have to find the differences between the two. And so this was a lot of fun. And then um, like as the game progressed, some of the pictures started to get erotic. Like women... <laughs> <laughs> Like little Asian women with like little skirts on, and What's up? find the different. <laughs> we knew Muff would like this game when we were yeah. playing it. We we're like, "Oh damn, Muff would love this." You game. would love that game, Muff. Invite sent. This is on your arcade cabinet. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! I know what Muff's doing next time it comes over. <laughs> yeah, they didn't fucking invite me. You had COVID, man. What the fuck you expect? <laughs> <laughs> fucking invite. Allow me to say no respectfully, like a man. Muffet totally, if you totally would have showed up, like COVID and all. Like, <laughs> well, like, now, yeah. I'd have been shirt cocking it all the way there. No britches. <laughs> Muff shows up in a hazmat suit, but his VR helmet on. He's like, I'm yeah. here to play Puzzle Club, guys. <laughs> just, just the top half of the hazmat suit. <laughs> I've gotten lazy. I ain't, I ain't VR'd in a while. I don't remember if we played anything else. Was that it, bro? That was pretty much yeah. We dabbled in like the double dragon fighting game, which oh yeah, yeah was like half the characters we'd never heard of, and it's like I guess these characters existed in the the double dragon universe, but that was a, a typical uh, forgettable fighting yeah, game, I would say. Not good at all. So yeah, that was it. All right. Well, I do have some arcade game trivia for you guys, so trivia. let's get into it. Question one, what was the name of Midway's last arcade game that was a third-person shooter which oh. supported up to six players via so local multiplayer? Good. I cannot remember the name of it. I love that game. Six players? Third yeah, yeah, so six arcade cabinets linked up together. Yeah. Me and Brian played it at uh, Gallop and Ghost when we went. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like six years ago. Which is probably like the only place in the world where they have six of these cabinets <laughs> linked up still. It's where you walk in. It's the first one on the left. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the name of that game. It's not Gauntlet, is it? It's it is good, not though. Gauntlet. No. This... It, no. It, it, I think it's like... Yeah, uh, I, I, I can physically see it. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. Is it something with the word ball in it? The Grid. The game the is called The Grid. The Grid, yeah. yeah. It was oh. a lot of fun, yeah, but that was yeah. Midway's last game. I mean, it was like... That's a tough sell to get an arcade. I, I don't know if it could link up online or not, but to get an arcade to buy into a bunch of these arcade cabinets, like that's tough. I, w I was always hoping that they brought that game to console because it was so much fun. Yeah, I don't remember how basic it was. Maybe it just wouldn't have translated well enough to, to home version, but I don't know. But it was a lot of fun playing it in the arcade. Yeah, seems like a perfect Dreamcast game. All right, next question. What is the name of Nintendo's first breakout arcade success? Donkey Kong. Yeah, Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong, you're right. Yeah. Alright, next one. What is the premise of Donkey Kong 3? Shit. Not, not Donkey Kong Country 3. No. Donkey Kong 3, the arcade game. So pretty much, what, what do you do? I might Fight be thinking Mario. of Donkey Kong Jr. You're climbing up ropes and a guy is spraying poison down at you. So you're close. You are on the bottom, 
and you're spraying up bug spray or poison at Donkey Kong. <laughs> and you're oh. trying to push him up the vines. And then when you spray him enough, he gets like a basket stuck on his head. <laughs> so it played nothing like the first two Donkey Kong games. So it's a pretty bizarre sequel. Hmm. All right, next one. What game is the phrase Red Warrior Needs Food Badly from? A gauntlet. That is gauntlet. All right, the next one. I was going to download an audio clip, but I got lazy and I didn't. So what game is this from? Beware, I live. Oh, I thought it's Sinistar. That is Sinistar. Yes, you got it. You got that it. Game's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That was voice. on the Williams arcade collection on like PlayStation 1. That was the one that Bucky fucking ran all <laughs> and fucking ruined it while it was rented. But the place is out of business. So he's like, man, no one's ever going to rent this game again. So I just had to return it ruined, and they never called me out on it. So <laughs> we, I remember we were we were taking that disc and like putting it on our knees and like running it across the ground. But yeah, then Bucky he took it and just scraped it a, a, on a cement wall, and it just fucking gouged the shit out, of it, obviously ruining it completely. Why were you guys ruining it? So like putting it on your knees. Because the place was going out of business, so we were just yeah. fucking around. Like, dumb kids. We're, like, joking <laughs> around, rubbing it on the carpet and stuff, and then he just fucking ruins it. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> All right, next one. How many games were released in the Joust franchise? Four. Four? Yeah. There was only two. There was only oh. two. There was oh. Joust, and then I, I should have wrote it down, but Joust 2 had some subtitle to it, like The Art of Fighting. or something. That's not what it was, but something like that. But yeah, I was surprised. There's only two games in the Joust franchise. All right, next one. What was the last Mortal Kombat game to have an arcade release? Ultimate Mortal Kombat. Was it false? No, no, 4. Mortal Kombat 4. 4. Yeah, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat 4. 4. That was the last yeah. one to have an arcade release. Okay, which... Which game franchise did not have an arcade release? Final Fight, Streets of Rage, Super Mario Brothers, Mega Man. Streets of Rage. That is correct. Yeah. Streets of Rage did not have an arcade release. Hmm. Okay. Last one. This one requires a bit of attention. Put these games in order of release. Cruisin' USA, Street Fighter 2, Dance Dance Revolution, Final Fight, NBA Jam. Holy shit. Final Fight's first. Yep. Correct. Yeah. I'd say Street Fighter 2's next. Yep. Correct. Then we have NBA Jam and DDR, and what's the other one? Cruising USA. Cruising USA. So I would say NBA Jam, Cruising, DDR. Yep. That's it. You guys That's nailed it. it. You guys nice. nailed it. That is it. Yeah. Final Fight was 1989. Street Fighter 2 was 1991, NBA Jam 1993, Cruising USA 1994, and then DDR was 1998, or in the US it was 1999. I think uh, Final Fight was originally one last Street Fighter 2. But... Yeah, I knew there was some relationship with those games, yeah. Are oh, you about to say... Uh... What's my name? Say my name, Ma. Uh... Yeah, Melvin, we, we. Yeah, I just had one final question. Is Arcane Gaming dead? Uh, maybe not the arcade genre, but maybe the arcade game. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Arc- 
Like almost all, all arcades are ticket game shit now. Yeah, I but... mean, like they're they're thriving pretty. Like Dave and Buster's is really big. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can still go to like bowling alleys and they have a good amount of games, but the game quality is pretty low, in my opinion. It's the big, huge cabinets with the light gun games where you just have like some automatic machine gun or it's ticket games like Muff said, or it's crane stuff like that's pretty much it. Yeah, like games don't get arcade releases anymore, like fighting games and. Well, no, maybe I think I saw maybe like Tekken Six or something in an arcade. I think. Yeah, it was yeah. I was gonna say was yeah. Tekken Six was arcade. Luigi's Mansion is a arcade game. I played that, and that game was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I played that uh, maybe like a month ago at um, David Buster's out in I forget where it is, like Bloomingdale or something. But it was really bad. I thought it was gonna be fun. It wasn't. Nintendo fucked that up. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still want to go back to uh, uh, GameWorks and play those Mario Kart uh, games. It's closed. Yeah, it's closed. Is GameWorks it? closed it. down. Ooh, yeah. When did that happen? Yeah, I was I during the pandemic. Like, I would drive there, like just like on a whim, just to see if it was open, and it was always closed. Like always closed. Mm-hmm. And then I went on their website. Like, this is probably like almost a year ago, and they they had announced that they had closed down permanently. So. Maybe they'll open back up. I have no idea. But as far as I know, they're closed permanently. That sucks. Gall- Gallop and Ghost has got Double Dash, so you can go play that. Where's that at? Gallop and Ghost? Mm-hmm. That's out past... It's just past Naperville. Always. It's um, in Brookfield. Heading towards that bitch. We're going there if you want to join, man. Bitch one and that? bitch two. Don't wait. Don't tell us out here. People will find us. <laughs> Ain't nobody looking for us. Yeah, that was it. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for our look at arcade games. Muff, do you want to let people know where they media? Bailamont.com. Check out our link tree. Any social media application you want, you can find us there. Say whatever the fuck you want. We, we uh, if you want to email that bitch. Uh, babymonth at gmail.com and I'm about to go bad, Joe. Alright. Beatofthemonth gmail.com if you want to send us an episode suggestion or just any question in general, we would love to hear from you. We will Like to- us and subscribe to us, please. That too. All right, so next week, no, not next week, bi-weekly now, next episode, we'll be looking at our favorites and maybe some least favorite levels in arcade games. We did bosses a few episodes ago. Now we're going to look at just general levels that we really like or really dislike. But until then, this is We need that ratchety podcast. bitch spiral here for that level, uh, that episode. He always cranky. <laughs> yep. Spiral has no nostalgia, so he's going to have to pick like what his favorite level out of The Witcher 3 was. Yeah, yeah. Some <laughs> bullshit like that. Keep your eye on Twitter. We've been throwing little like quick and dirty uh, like 30-minute shows, just phone headsets, just talk about something here and there. Thank you, Bash. Good call, man. Yeah, yeah. We talked about Metroid Dread a little bit. You know, the games that maybe deserve a little more time and attention, we'll uh, call those out and have special little uh, 
yeah, join us live on those as well. We'll announce when we're going to have those. So we'd love to have an audience. Uh, but until then, this has been the Beat of the Month podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Peace out, y'all. We have motherfuckers listen to us, but none of them ever want to speak up. They just creeping, rubbing one out. <laughs>